Hello and welcome to the Good Boy Podcast, the podcast where we talk about good boys and good girls, dogs that we grew up with or have now, and how they have positively affected our lives. I'm your host, Ilya Alexif, uh, joined with my guest host. Today I am with my brother Dimitri, and I call him Dima, so if you hear me call him Dima, that's his nickname. So how's it going, Dima? I'm just, I'm just wondering, I'm just your brother? Yeah, you're just my brother, you know. Um, so, I wanted to have you on as the first guest because uh, we live together and we... He's technically your dog, but uh, he's he's our he's our good dog, dog we've grown up with. Um, I guess just a little history about our quick dog history is we had a dog named Chewy who was a few years older than us. She lived till she was like 15. She was even older than Ian, who's our older brother. And then we had Sparky, who, how, what was he, like five? He was seven when we got him. He was seven and we got him in 99 or 2000. Uh, and then he died in 2009. And then that leads us to Mikey. So basically we have, we had had dogs our whole lives. Um, I think there was, I remember it as one day. No, it's like three days. Three days, but basically we had put Sparky down a couple days around Christmas time, and then the day after Christmas, we went to the Humane Society to pick up Mikey. So do you want to just describe Mikey a little bit, just like physically what he looks like? Well, he's like a he's like a 90-pound, um, you know huge like black lab and like he he is so like thick and muscular and like and he just loves tennis balls and he's like right now he's just chewing on a tennis ball in, in, in the room yeah so mikey uh we got when he was nine months old we got him from the humane society uh he's as far as we know he's purebred yeah he looks like a pure black bread. lab um big guy he's he's fairly he's very fit um so before we try to, you know, trip over our own feet, do you want to just talk about why, like, why we, why you wanted Mikey, like, and not necessarily him in particular, but wanted, like, a dog and just kind of, like, getting him? Well, it had me doing, like, oh, sorry, it um, had to do with me, uh, like, becoming an adult, like, I was, I was 17 when I, when I, when I got Mikey, and I wanted to become, like, an adult, so I felt like. Oh, I had this is a, a first big responsibility. So, um, I, I wanted a dog before um, Sparky uh, passed away. So I, I went to the Humane Society probably in November or whatever, a month before I, I got Mikey, and I was looking at dogs. And actually, Mikey wasn't the my first choice. Uh, it was another Black Lab, who's a, a girl. And um, the only reason why I picked that girl over Mikey was just because it reminded me of our first dog, Chewy, who was like my at the time, my favorite dog, and probably still is my favorite dog. I don't know. If, I don't know, Mikey. I don't know. It's hard. Yeah. So, uh, so you had gone with our mom to look at dogs, and you didn't pick one out. And I think it was just kind of like we'll we'll go later with the family and well, look. I, no, the thing is, I also didn't have the money at the time for the okay, adoption yeah, fees. Yeah. And yeah. So, so basically, we had we we had put Sparky down, and when we had gotten. 
we had Chewy, and then we had gotten Sparky. So they overlapped for a number of years, and then Sparky got old. We put him down, and so we didn't have a dog for a few days. And for me, that was kind of weird because we had grown up in a house with pets. At one point, we had uh, two dogs, a cat. What was it? Four guinea pigs? Five? Five guinea pigs. And, like, a bunch of fish. Now, obviously, varying degrees of, like, interest, but it was just something that had always been a part of our lives, taking care of them, spending time with them. So we got Mike. Um, let's see. So we got, the whole family went to the Humane Society, and the Humane Society we went to has been renovated since then. But basically, uh, from what I remember, it was like kind of like that small cyclone, like wire fence in between the kennels. Yeah. And we were looking at the dogs and you know, I I had never looked for dogs at the Humane Society before. Spark Chewy was older than me. My parents got Chewy and Sparky we had gotten from my grandparents. So this is my first time doing it, so I didn't really know what to look for. I didn't know what kind of dogs I liked. I never had any choice in that and we wanted input from everyone and you know, we all get along, so like I imagine we would have gotten Whatever dog one of us would like, we probably all would have liked that dog. So what I remember specifically about Mike was, you know, there's, well, from all the humane societies I've seen, there's always a lot of small dogs, and those dogs tend to be yappy. And so they were barking, and I just remember him jumping up. So there was like a small, like a short, was concrete, I thought it was wooden, but like like a wall, and I remember him just going... With his front paws on there and going like, woo, 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 you know, like kind of like a, I don't know, warning, kind of like cut that out kind of bark. Um, so like he stuck, that stuck out to me. And so we went to like a, what do they call it? Visiting room? Yeah, something like that. Holding room. I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't so know. Yeah, so basically we went into a room to meet the dog. And so it's just a small room. A bunch of toys. It's the five of us. Uh, our family, the person working there, and Mikey. So they bring Mikey in, and he's he's nine months old, crazy high energy, um, and we are throwing a we were throwing a ball around, right? Yeah. And you know, like I mentioned, Chewie was older than us, so she didn't really play that much. Well, also like. She took like a mother motherly like uh And then and role. Sparky didn't play with us, so like I remember thinking like, Man, I always wanted a dog who I could just throw the ball to. And um so we met Mike, we liked him, and like sure we adopted him. So Well, I mean hold hold on. I mean like, Oh yeah, well go ahead. I mean uh I mean there was like a, a little cupboard with like a bunch of treats and Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So they had like a a like cupboard a cabinet, um, and it was probably like, you know, person eye level. And Mikey is a smart guy. We'll talk about that more later. Um, and so he was like jumping up on the wall, like like he knew those were the treats were. So obviously he had you know visited some people, um, and just like kind of I don't know how it is across the whole country, but in the Bay Area, a lot of the humane societies, like I mentioned, have like Chihuahuas and those kind of small dogs. So a dog like Mike, you know, being like a nice, nice, big, young black lab, those guys get adopted pretty quickly. So 
we were lucky to get him. So is there anything else you want to say before we got him? No, nothing before we got him. Okay, so we we go in our van, we have him in the car, um, we drive home, and then we we open up the side gate, and we let him come in, and he basically just ran in the backyard, and we have a big backyard, and so I think instantly he was like, whoa, I get all this playroom? Yeah, he, he was really excited, um, like he'd, he'd run, he was just running around in circles, which he he does. I'm mean, I I think other dogs do that too. Um, did, did, so I remember this when we first got. Him. I don't remember if this was the first day, but did we have like those like twenty tennis balls out, or was that later? That, that was later. Okay, but we had this little um, little like little fence. We have, like our our yard is like split in half by a walkway, and on, on like the left side it's just grass, and then like. On the on the right side, there was like this like little fence with a little garden. Yeah, yeah. So it's, there's like a little garden, and it is a kind of like plastic fence, kind of just to keep people out from going there. And so for the longest time, you know, it's a barrier. It was probably like about what like Mike was taller than it, you know. So it was not that I mean, tall. Like I mean, it was probably up up to his legs. But he didn't he didn't know he could jump over it. And so we'll go into more over the course of this discussion and talk about how Mikey is smart. But when we first got him, we would have one of our friends over and we would play, you know, just monkey in the middle with the football. And then, you know, sometimes there's a bad throw, you don't catch it. And so the ball would get not, would hit off someone's hands and get knocked into this fenced off area, you know, fencing quotes. And, you know, Mike would run up and then he, you know, do like a grinding almost it felt like a cartoon haul that he couldn't get there. Um, and then, you know, one of us would just walk over and get the ball. And then eventually he just ran and jumped over it and he figured out he could do that. And, you know, we got him when he was nine months old. So he's extremely energetic. And one thing he used to always do was you mentioned earlier, he would just run around and he would run around and jump over the fence and then run through the fence area and jump over. And it like to me it always reminded me of like a horse. Like run like in the combination of like a horse track and doing like the the tr- I forget what it's called, but the trick portion things that yeah. the, the horses do where they jump over the poles and um so <laughs> So that's just that's just kind of like the the foundation of Mikey as a dog and his personality. Um, so, is there anything else you want to? Oh yeah, yeah. So after he's like started running around in circles, he went to like the a sliding door that has like a you know huge glass, and he saw his reflection and just growling at it, just like dogs do sometimes. And um, I, I remember at the end of the the night, um, I slept downstairs, and he slept downstairs with me, and we just slept together and it was really cool yeah and uh mikey became like instantly protective of us like i don't know if people train dogs to be uh protective we didn't do anything like that he would just instantly you know just on his own over you know growl with the doorbell or knock or we have our living room and he'd look through the window look through the blinds and just peer at people and bark at them so like 
right away he felt very comfortable uh in our house uh i don't was it the first night when he growled at me um i think that's the second night okay so because we were yeah the second night because that we slept upstairs so we were in high school so it's a christmas time so we're on uh you know winter break and so i guess second second one first week we have him and you know i'm getting ready to go to bed and he was he jumped on my bed and was like on top of my bed and basically like in front of where my pillow would be yeah, so you, you like you, mikey always like if there's a pillow he'll use it so there there was no way i could use the bed and you know like he's our dog but he doesn't know me and so i'm like trying to get it off and he growled at me and i was like kind of scared you know he's a young and dog he's like 80 pounds like something like that he was like almost like fully grown at, at, at nine months and then he, po- he popped the tennis ball oh yeah <laughs> yeah so as we're recording this mikey is on the ground chewing a tennis ball so the, he's his energy is crazy uh he instantly so we 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 played tennis, we played sports, so we had tons of balls just like in like our our shed in our backyard and so uh we were a great fit for him in that need because he just loves to chew on the tennis ball. He just chews on it, chews on well, it. Any any ball like yeah. basketball, he'll 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 put his paws over it and like you try to bite it, his mouth is too small. Football, he'll 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 chew on a football. Um yeah, those are like the uh, soccer ball, he, same thing as the basketball. Those are the, the main sports. I mean, he doesn't chew on a hockey puck, but we don't, we don't really have hockey pucks. So he does this interesting thing, I guess, where he... And as the show goes on with this episode and future episodes, we're just fans of dogs. We just know dogs. We don't. We haven't studied dogs. We don't have like this background. So if we seem kind of ignorant, we are. We are just... Fans of dogs and appreciators and... We're casuals. We're, we're, we're casuals, so excuse me if we are uninformed. Um, but anyway, he... he so, so he has a couple different things. Uh, he A lot of the times he skins the ball. He just rips off the skin, and then he'll chew on it and then break it. Sometimes he rips it up before breaking it. I did forget a ball. We used to have baseballs. Um... Yeah, yeah. So he loves baseballs too. Like he, he would somehow like slowly He'd undo pick the at the, stitching. the 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 yeah the stitching, and, and, then, would, and then he would undo the skin, and then it'd just be like this ball of yarn, and then he'd undo the ball of yarn, and then there's a little little ball in the middle, and he would just chew on that ball, like a little tiny ball. And so, uh, and just seeing pictures of other dogs, um, you know, he's a pretty big dog, so he can. He can so he he chews on a ball, but most of the times he has possession of two. He will he can hold two in his mouth. Now I know there's dogs who can do more, but that was the first time I had actually seen that. And so he has like these he developed these kind of like weird habits. So as a high energy dog, we would throw him the ball in the backyard all the time. So yeah, we'd have to like walk him twice a day, play with him, uh, like. It was crazy how much. Yeah, so it what it basically got to uh, is we would be our our TV room 
is on the way to the, is the room with the sliding door to the outside. So we would be watching TV or playing video games in the summer, have the door open, and just constantly throw him the ball outside. He'd chase it and come back. Now, the kind of weird thing is he has these kind of weird rules that he like created, and we don't know how. Uh, so if you throw, if he if he is like actively in possession of two balls, he almost never. He usually doesn't go after the first ball. Mm-hmm. He he'll you'll throw it. He'll wait for it, and then he'll go up for the second one. So even if you throw it right at him. He will usually just ignore it, let it hit him. Then the second one, he'll chase. So we're not sure how he developed this, but that's just one of his kind of weird rules that he just created. Um, and we tried really hard for a long time to say, no, get that one, but he doesn't really do that. Um, but he he loves chasing, he loves catching, uh he really likes when you'd be on the ground and you'd kick it and you'd like trap it with his front paws. Um, is there any other? Okay. So the next, I guess, um, quintessential aspect of Mikey was one of his first toys, which was called little buddy. So little buddy was, what was it? Probably like a foot tall. Something like that. So it's like a fairly big, uh, plush toy that looked like kind of like a white kind of cartoon smiley character. Yeah, so it's like a white plush and it has not it's arms like a, it's, it's like a star shape. It was just a, it was a star. Yeah, that but it threw eyes on. Yeah, so it's it so and as a star shape the top being the head and then it would have like hand arms, hands, whatever, feet and legs. The feet the hands and the feet had a squeak, a squeaker in them, and the chest had the chest one went. as well. And do you remember when we got that? It was probably like a week or two, week, two weeks after we got Mikey. We were trying to just buy a bunch of toys for him because um, we were worried about like him just going through um, tennis balls because he was he kept destroying them. Um, so we were like maybe maybe a toy would help or whatever. We yeah, and so. We really hadn't had a ton of experience with dogs that like toys. Like toys. So we, you know, every dog's different. So we had no idea. So we we got him this little buddy. And he was obsessed with this thing. So the first kind of thing is he would, he destroyed the chest squeaker. And then eventually the other squeakers like got he'd, crushed. He'd, he'd pop them. Like. Yeah, it's just like a little, if you've ever seen a squeak. A squeaky toy. It's just like a little plastic thing with like a hole and like a little filter or something. Um, and so, and it was stuffed. And so he loved this thing. And one thing the demon would kind of do is he would taunt him with it, where he would kind of he would hold it, and even if Mike wasn't like actively interested in it at that moment, he would like take it and kind just of put like put it right in his face, put it right in his face, or you know, gently kind of hit him in the face. Or the neck, and then he would get interested in it, and then he would just shred this thing apart. Uh, and so, <laughs> what kept happening is, like, he loved it so much, he would rip it up, 
and he'd pull the foam out. Like he he would just tear a hole. Like well, he the, he the foam just like the, more of the cotton. Yeah, the, the the filling. The filling, yeah. And he 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 didn't like shred it. He would just like rip it and then pull all the filling out. And then we'd take it away from him, and then we'd puff it back up, have my mom sew it. And how long did we have little buddy for? I don't know, probably about a year. But I mean, like, but we'd like have it just like we'd just hide it because he he would just constantly rip it up, and we only take it out on special occasions. And then like uh, some we had we had it like on our freezer in our garage, and like how how in the TV room if you open the it goes into the garage. If you open the garage door to uh, inside, uh, you could see it. And he, Mikey was able to see it. And he would just like watch, just watch little buddy and just kind of whine about like, I want to play with little buddy. Give guys, give me a little buddy. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, I, I like, I don't know how characteristic this is of dogs, but that was one of the things that like, this guy's kind of smart. Like he would be like looking at this toy, like he 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 knew where we placed it. Uh, like the other thing is, you mentioned the sliding door, and so previously we had just like a regular back door, um, and then when our previous dog Sparky was old, while he was old, we had gotten that sliding door, and so we had Mike, and you know he's at, there's a sliding door, so obviously you can see through it, so. As we're teaching him, you just re- the basic sit, shake, down commands. He learned to use his paw like as a tool. Yeah, like the, he'd do the shaking motion, but he'd do that. It's like a. Just, and so he would like tap the window or the sliding door. So you know, it becomes nighttime, it gets cold, or it's not warm outside. You know, throw him the ball and close the door. So he'd get the ball, then come back. And then tap on the door. Tap on the door, and he still does that all the time. And uh, you know, as much as we want him to use the dog door, it's he has to go all the way around the house. So yeah, he's he got through the garage and then to the the, the TV room. And so uh, I guess so. We mentioned we'd had to walk Mike a lot. Oh, this is one of the the like my favorite Mikey story. So uh, this is one of the fairly early on when we walked him now our previous dogs very calm dogs so they just we would just put the leash on the collar now mike he's a big big young guy we had a harness on him well he came with a harness and we're like why we've just used a leash and then we started walking him this the first time we're walking him the second day we had him uh and it it was raining that 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 day and we were walking him in the afternoon, and then uh, he would just jump out of every car that was just driving by. He'd just jump out. I'm like, oh, okay. Now we see why we have the harness, because uh, he's a very um, he puts he, uh, he he tries his he tries his tries his hardest all the time. And when he's determined when he has his mind set on something, so like it would. And I never thought about it because our previous dogs were calm, but, you know, it's fairly inhumane to be choking a dog to get him to do what you want him to do. Well, when, luckily this harness is, is, like, how it works is if he pulls too hard, it turns him around, so he faces us. Yeah, so he he would, like, he probably would have, like, really hurt himself if we had, you know, traditional one on the uh, collar. So what I wanted to get at was... We would take him on long walks, and we had 
this was probably a Friday night. Uh, and I don't remember exactly when this was, but I feel like it was fairly early on. Yeah, and it was like, it was still probably winter break or like just after winter break. And so we're walking him. I, I want to say it was like a Friday or Saturday night. We weren't doing anything. We'll walk the dogs, don't have, walk the dog, don't have to deal with other people. And uh, he somehow slipped out of the harness. Now, I don't know if it wasn't tightened all the way or from w- what I can kind of recall, uh, he was like behind smelling something. And we kind of like pulled, I think I was holding him. And I kind of pulled it, and he had slipped out of the harness. And so... Well, I think what happened is he was fighting, like, fighting backwards. Like, he was, like, trying to hold his ground. Um, and then you, the, you pulling him, it just, you just it slipped off. And so he's off this harness, and he's just running around in circles on this person's front lawn. And so this is probably 9 or 10 o'clock on a Friday, so it's, it's, and this is, like, in a really, really neighborhoody area, so it's, like, dead quiet, but our, our, Mikey is just running around in circles, and this is the first time we're, like, trying to, like, catch him, you know, it's like, we didn't, we didn't know he would do, we didn't know if he'd, like, run in the street, we didn't know. Yeah, so we, we had to be, we had to be very careful, because we, I think I was being more protect, I know you were being more protective of him, like, going in the street, or whatever, trying to, like, wall him off that way and i was kind of like i don't know like not hog time or like grab him like i don't know what i was trying to do just trying to do something to get him because we we're ve- we're very concerned you know it's our new dog we never had a dog do this before um so it was probably like a couple minutes right where he was running around like one or two minutes yeah and then he stopped and it feels a lot longer when yeah you- yeah because you're like like, this is my dog. Like, I don't want something bad to happen to him. We don't know. Like, the lights were, like, kind of off in the house. They had, like, a porch light. But, like, we don't know. There's some kind of weird old people who just yeah. look out their window. Like, I've, we don't. We have I've, no I've, idea. I've walked out. I've been walking Mikey. Like, I, I sometimes I walk Mikey late at night. And I'll, I'll, I'll walk by people's house houses, you know, because that's, that's what you do. And, like, there, I was picking up Mikey's poo. And, and someone's like you know getting mad at me that like i was like hanging out around their house so like, there's weird people yeah so he stops running then he goes poo and we just kind of look at each other and it's like we did it so we just put the harness on clean up his poo and go it's like this is how we got this dog like he he didn't want to escape he just had energy and wanted to play. Now, obviously, we were walking him, but, you know, he's basically still, you know, fair, fairly puppy. You know, I don't I don't know the exact definition of a puppy, but I feel like, you know, within a year or so, yeah, I think still a puppy. First year. Maybe it's till they stop growing. Um, but he just had that crazy energy, so, and then he just needed to let it out. So, to me, that's like one of the quintessential... Uh, Mikey stories. Um, so, is there anything else that pops to your head that you want to share about Mike? Just in general, or just, yeah, just in general, or any particular stories? Um, well, I remember one time we were camping, and um, that was like a, a lake. Oh yeah, so he was probably two, three. So, yeah, two or three. It's still young. So we went on a family camping uh, trip, and you know we're we're. We like to go camping, um, and previously, you know, we just take the dog to our grandparents' house or um, 
maybe not like my mom didn't go camping or my dad didn't go. So there's someone to take care of the dog, but the whole family wanted to go. So we found a place where dogs were accepted. And so we, we, you know, he was definitely a couple years old because we'd felt a lot more confident. Um, he was good. He was good at picking up the can of uh, the commands. He's extremely food motivated. We've no- had him off leash before. Like we took him to the beach. And he- yeah, he, n- nothing very uncharacteristic of a lab. And um, uh, if you're just an audio listener on the YouTube uh, video for this, there is a picture of him, and um, on the Twitter feed there will be a picture of the dogs, and maybe I'll post multiple. So um, there'll always be a way for you to see them. Um, so he's basically your typical black lab. Um, and so we took him camping, and there's this large lake, uh, and there's a couple different sections. Now, how it kind of worked from the campground was there was like you could, if you're driving, turn right. If you're walking, turn left. So we were just walking. And so we, we turned left. And if you turn right, you know, you drive a little bit and then you get to the a parking lot and there's a place for boats, boats. and all that kind of like jet skis, all, all the water sport thing that you would. Yeah. So, the, and then on this left path, it's like you have to walk, you know, probably 10 minutes or so. Um, you're walking through the park. But then there's kind of like this secluded little section. So, like, well, there's a bunch of like little secluded sections, of, like yeah. But we just, we we found one. So it's just it's just us and you know no dogs in the lake, and so basically we kind of and it's really hot. This is in like sun, central California, yeah. so it was it was really hot, hot summer, and so we'd basically kind of alternate. Okay, someone holds holds the dog, um, and then you know the other people are in the water, and then eventually we're like. Hey, we don't see like anybody here, and like how the shape of the lake was. There's like earth and trees and bunch of stuff, so we couldn't even see that complete other section where all the cars were. And so we're like, well, why don't we just let him in the water, and we'll just have someone hold. You know, we'll have his harness on and someone holding the leash, but let him go in the water. Yeah, and he, he like he I mean, he was like begging to go in the water the whole time, and um, I forget who let him go, but I or I was in the the lake, and he the first thing he did was swim to me, and I remember him like just swimming and like just making sure I was okay because I was too far out for him. He wanted me to come closer, and of course, like we were, we were like standing if farther than standing, like. A few feet farther than where you could touch the bottom, but you know we, we were like, in, and, and it was still water, so not like there was no no danger, no danger. But Mikey made sure we were okay, and like I remember, like uh, I had a bunch of scratches on my chest because uh, his you know doggy paddle. Kept... Yeah, he would just come up to you and like he'd be splashing towards you, and he, he'd scratch you. But it was it was fine and. I always think about that all, all the time. Just you know, him just making sure we're okay in the lake. So uh, I guess the other kind of like uh, key point to Mikey's, I guess, life is the dog park. And so 
mentioned many times, he's a very active dog. And so, hey, what better way to expel his energy than take him to the dog park? Yeah, Mikey has always been weird socially with around other dogs. Yeah, we're not too sure why. Um, I imagine part of it is probably our fault. Um, But he... So he likes dogs, but he has a strange... He has different rules. Like, yeah, we mentioned the rules about him chasing the ball. Um, but, like, so just, like, a quick example of basically... Exp- or explanation of what he does is he he kind of... He sees a dog he likes, you know, he gets excited. But then he, like, whines. Yeah, like, he's, like, so excited he whines. Like, I want to play with that dog. I want to smell that dog's butt. I want to. I want to just... I want to do everything with this dog. This dog is my best friend. And then he whines because he's like, I need this right now. But and the, the dog other dog interpreted as like, doesn't understand that. And he, he interpreted it as like, like aggressive. And, um, and then so like, it's turned out as like someone will start barking or growling or both of them start doing that. And then he'll, so, you know, we grab him tight and keep walking. The other person keeps walking and then he'll start whining again. So it's like, oh, he's not, aggressive he's not wanting to fight he just wants to play and he doesn't really know how to show that i mean we took him to what is it dog dog the dog training and then we went to dog socializing uh school and even then he was weird he was, and well, he only liked one dog and it was a greyhound and what they would do is the greyhound would run in the circle and all the dogs would chase that dog um and then mikey was you know smart um so the dogs would run in a circle, and obviously the greyhound's a lot faster than the other dogs. But Mikey would cut in the circle to to get closer to the greyhound, and you know he would he would get close to it, and then obviously the greyhound would outrun him. And so uh, that's that's perfect uh, that you mentioned that because of course we would see this dog uh, a number of times at the dog park, and so um, basically. So I don't remember the first time we took him. I don't know if I was there. But eventually what the dog park kind of became was just basically like a track meet for Mikey. Yeah, we, we, so we, so this dog park was... Uh, not that wide, but it was really long. And it was... Uh, the material was that kind of like that like old school track material. I don't know what it's called, but it, it's like softer than like gravel... But it's more like firm than dirt or um, sand, or sand, and like I mentioned, it was old, old, old track and field used this material, and so basically what it evolved to for us, uh, and so I don't like I said I don't I don't. Sorry, I thought I had my very unprofessional. I thought I put my phone on silent. Uh, so. What it would basically evolve to is we would just throw the ball as far as we can and Mikey would chase it. Uh, like, I think, and I don't know how quickly, like, we would just do that because, like, that's what he liked doing. But I don't know how quickly, like, I remember sometimes we would take him and be like, okay, we'd be, I mean, obviously he's not going to listen, but like, hey, Mikey, go play with the other dogs. And he wouldn't care. He did not care about the other dogs at all. Like, he sees the dog walking down the street. He wants to meet the dog, dog park, all business. Um, and so, like, there'd be times where we'd go, tell him to play. He wouldn't. And we're like, okay, we'll just throw him the ball. 
And so we did. And then he would just run to his heart's content. Um, and he would pr- probably run more than he should, you know, like tire himself yeah, we, out. Yeah, he'd tire himself out and he'd like just like barely like walk to the, 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 the water bowl, the shared water bowl, and like he'd just plop himself and lie down and then just like just drink while lying down. And, and then he'd be panting and smiling and looking at us and and all that. And so I guess kind of the tragic thing. So we would we took him there for a number of years. It was only like two. So I I think it was like we stopped for a while and he came back. But basically what kept happening is he kept like injuring his paw. And I guess essentially he would overdo it and he would tear up the uh padding the padding on his foot like and it was a different it was different feet each time it wasn't always the same foot and so you know he had the cone and all of that and like eventually we just realized like we can't do this uh and so eventually we just stopped doing that um i think he was probably he's almost nine now yeah and probably when he was probably like five was probably like the last time we took him yeah but like, uh, but it like even then is like we would not throw it as far as we could and kind of that kind of like, because part of it too was like a challenge. Like we'd try to throw it, angle it up high and see if he could, you know, time it perfectly like a football catch. Yeah. And sometimes he would, but obviously sometimes he would just lose track of it. Um, and so, so that was really sad because, um. The dog park has like a distinct smell, even for like a human, and so we. Because it was like it was near like water and like there's a bunch of salt, and he would instantly know, like just he he knew like the smells on the way to the dog park, and he would he would just start whining and freaking out. Like there are times where he'd be in the back seat and he would do like a complete three sixty spin, like. In the backseat of a car. Mikey's very smart, and, like, he knows, like, like the way, like the the routes to th- the different ways. So, like, he knows, like, a route to, um, like, even with, whereas no windows were up, he'd be in the car, he, he would look out the window, and he would know, like, oh, if I'm going to the dog park, I'm going to, like, our grandma's house, or going to wherever, um, you know. The vet. The vet, or he, he knew, he knew the difference between the places, and... Even on walks, he he knows the different routes that we the different like walks that we do. Yeah, so like uh, we mentioned that he he would like he would physically like keep going and like because you know it's kind of a weird thing for us because like we want him to burn his energy, we want to have a good time, but we don't want to overdo it for him. So sometimes he would overdo it and he would be like completely sore and he would just be like spend a day curled up. Uh, um, and so yeah, we ha- we just you know. We walk around our neighborhood. We basically do a few permutations of a walk. And so sometimes if he's tired, he'll turn at the same spot every time. Um, so I guess another kind of uh, uh, character-defining story of Mikey is when we took him to our grandma's house for the first time. This was a couple weeks after we had got him, and we can't leave him home by himself. And be She lives a couple hours away, so... We can't leave. Well, him. plus you wanted to meet the dog. Yeah, exa- exactly. Too, you know, it's like, oh, we got this great dog. He's really smart. He's really, you know, he's a good-looking dog. And so we, we take him up there, 
And um, the first thing I remember he did is he went in her backyard and did the same thing where he just runs around in a circle. Now, I don't I, – I, I should really look that up to find out more of what that is, but it was – uh, it was, it's really funny to see a dog do that, just spin around and just, like run around in a circle. And this is like you know, twenty feet, you know, diameter circle. Like, yeah, it's not, it's not like it's not a huge circle. It's just like a just running and. And I, so I guess the um, the important part of the story was that my it was a holiday, so my grandmother had baked like a loaf of bread, and Mikey. He is He's very food mo- motivated, and he is an athletic dog, and so he jumps on the counter. Also, he's very like sneaky. Yeah, he's very he's very quiet. Uh, we haven't mentioned it yesterday, but we have uh, another dog named Dewey, and Dewey uh, he's like a yellow lab, uh, probably mixed with some stuff, um, and he's not quite so sneaky. Like he's very same thing, food motivated. He's, he's food focused. He's yeah. his whole life is about food. Um, but we'll we'll, we'll 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 after this we'll talk about uh, Mikey and getting Dewey and him and Mikey. And so my grandmother would make this bread, and you know, you don't live with dogs, especially for a long time, or not. Some dogs just behave better than others. Some aren't as food mo- motivated. So he had jumped on the counter and stole this loaf of bread and so he's holding in his mouth like essentially how he would hold a toy like a giant bone yeah and my 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 80 whatever year old grandma at the time is like trying to chase him for this with a newspaper for this loaf of bread and so it's like you have this this russian grandmother chasing this dog for a loaf of bread and you know at this point, you know, we had gotten food stolen. Uh, he had stole food from us. Like, Yeah, we learned really we, quickly. You, 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 you really learn the hard way when you get a dog and uh, who, who can jump on the counter and all of that. And so, where's, you know, there, there's a point where it's like, okay, let him have it. He won this time. We just have to be smarter. Um, so, let's see. Is there anything else? Um, popping into your head before we... Well, just him stealing food. Like, he figured out how to open all the cupboards in our house, so we had to, like, child lock them. Um, and then... Um, yeah. Uh, like, yeah. Okay, so um, I guess fast-forwarding a few years is uh, we got another dog, Dewey. My mom just wanted another dog. He was... She wanted an older dog, so she spends time looking at the Humane Society websites and hey, let's get the let's let's check out this dog. So at this time, she's Dewey's twelve. This was three years she's, ago. Nine or nine nine more maybe. more than three years ago. No, it, it, it couldn't be. Is it two years ago? No, it's more than two. You sure? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think Mikey was six and Dewey was nine. Um, and so my mom's like, oh, I want an older dog, you know, one who will be lazy. And so we go to the Humane Society. We bring Mikey with us because, like, obviously you you need a dog. You, you you need two male dogs especially to meet each other to see how they – Yeah, how it works how out. The, how compatible they I are. I mean, and Mikey has met other dogs and it didn't work out because my mom um, – Dewey's not the first dog my mom wanted to, to check out. Yeah, and so – and uh, I guess 
not really need to go in too much, but Mikey is a very aggressive uh, play style. And I think a lot of it just from stems from him being strong. He's, aggr- yeah, he's aggressive in play style, and then he's also very protective of us. So, like, if, like, a dog would come up to us, he'd be like, hey, what is that dog doing? Like, I don't trust this dog. And so we go to the Humane Society. We see, we see this dog. We're like, cool. We meet him. Hey, he's a nice dog. And so it gets to that next step where it's like, well, okay, let's bring in Mike and have him meet meet the dog. So we bring Mike in. We go to like the meeting room area. And you weren't here. No, I was. I wasn't. Yeah, yeah. So I I was there. I think it was just you. Yeah, uh, Ian was there. Oh, Ian was there. Yeah. So um, they're in this meeting room. It's like, all right. Uh, So they go to the meeting area, they smell each other, they're on harness and leash, and so far so good. We're with the Humane Society person, so, you know, we know Mike, but we don't know how to interpret behavior. We don't want, we know Mike's strong, we know he's aggressive, we don't want him to be too overbearing. So the person says, hey, you know, things are looking good, we take him off the leash, and so... Uh, they start doing like the play bowing and they start wrestling and we're just standing there. And, you know, to me, it looked a little too aggressive and I was like, I was, I was not comfortable with it. And, uh, I don't know if I told you this before, but they're playing and so it's me, my older brother, my mom and the main society person and they're playing and Dewey gets hit or whatever into me and like he doesn't take me out but is he just crashes right into one of my legs and it feels like when you watch football and like the photographer whatever gets knocked over like I basically kind of felt like that but I didn't fall over but I was like ah man like this stupid dog like I I don't like how this is going um but and so when Mike's playing he's making kind of like these grunting kind of noises there's Dewey barking in the background if you hear that being fed Dewey will get his own episode so uh, I'm thinking in my head I don't like this Um, but the person says it's fine and eventually we move forward with it we get Dewey boom we have Dewey now as we mentioned Mikey is very protective and dogs are territorial and so the first, geez, how many, six months? First six months, yeah. Of having both of them was really tough. Well, like, even the first meeting of, like, me meeting Dewey, um, Mikey was not a fan of that. He he didn't trust Dewey, and he didn't want Dewey to do, because, I mean, my, it's just like meeting someone and, invite like, it's like a new roommate. You don't know, you know, what, what their quirks are, and so... Mikey doesn't know what Dewey was like, so he just just wants to make sure that I'm safe, and especially me, because I'm, I don't know, Mikey... And, and of course, at like 6'4", six, 6'5", six, or whatever, how tall you are, you you need that kind of protection. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, so the first, the first months were really tough. Um, 
I spent a lot of time. I was like a part-time student for a lot of that, uh, for like a semester. And so I spent a lot of time with them and so, especially Dewey. Uh, and so, so basically, you know, Mike would be the kind of dog who like, we're not home. He's just sleeping the whole time. Mm-hmm. Dewey is more, um, He'll, he'll sleep, but then he'll get up and then walk. Like yeah, yeah. And I don't want to go too much into talk about Dewey, um, but basically what kept happening is they would get into fights like all the time, whether someone looked at the other one, or they were too close, or, or they're too close, not, or, not even too close to them. They're too close to this ball, or they're yeah. And and to be fair, it was mostly Mikey. Dewey was Dewey was fine. It was Mikey just being like, hey, Mikey would start growling, and then obviously Dewey feels like he's got to protect himself. Uh, and then they would start going at it. And so uh, it got, it got, you know, not, fortunately nothing serious. We, we, us as humans separating the dogs got more hurt than the the dogs. Yeah, but, but it was, it was, it was very like painful and like unpleasant and kind of experience because like we would just be in like our TV room and then you just hear this. Yeah, and like they start going at it. And, like, it, like, shocks you and, you know, you're just trying to take it easy or we're just having fun. And these two dogs go at it and, uh, like we mentioned, Mikey's protective and he's protective of things including a tennis ball. And, oh, Dewey walked by that tennis ball that i not holding but I think is mine. And then they would go at it and it sucked and... At first, we didn't really know how to break it up, and but eventually, I kind of figured, just grab them by the back legs and pull them, and so well, for, that's, 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 yeah, so like it, it's it's like a three person process. It doesn't necessarily have to be three person, but the most effective way is like a three person process. There's one person in the middle pushing the chests of the dogs away, and then like there's people pulling. The but legs. you got to be careful because they're they're like they're like they're, 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 they're mouse, chomping, yeah, yeah. Chomp, like, I don't know if they they didn't really hit each other, but uh, I I got cut. A few times, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, we, we all did uh, trying to separate because you know our first kind of reaction was to grab the collar and pull them back, but eventually we learned to uh, just grab them by the back legs and pull them back. Now, for context, Dewey is 80, 85 pounds. No, he's, 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 I think he's ninety. Well, whatever. It doesn't that that's not that important. But he's a, he's a pretty big dog too. Now, Dewey's a very gentle, gentle, not giant. I, in the grand scheme, I guess he's a giant he's for dogs. A, a, a but he, he wouldn't hurt a fly, basically. But, you know, he's got to protect himself. And it was it was really hard, you know, having to constantly deal with this. Like, sometimes it was multiple times a day. Like, And sometimes it would be worse than others. I remember one time we had a football. And, uh, you know, they both wanted to play. And then they started getting mad at each other. And... We were outside in the backyard, and it wasn't like our traditional kind of playing. Um, Like, the ball was just on the ground, and they started going at it. And so we had to, like, run and get there. Usually it would be in our TV room, which is fairly small. Or our bedroom. Or, like, you know, and so the dog's, like, basically right next to you. So you just grab them real quick and then de-escalate it. Um, And so it went on, you know, just too long, and... Mike had cut part of Dewey's head and took a small chunk of fur, you know, nothing major, but that was painful to see because it's like, you know, you start getting those thoughts like, is 
is this going to work out? Now, here's Mikey coming back in the room because he is uh, very loyal. Um, but it's, it's painful because you're like, is this going to work out? Do we have to get rid of Dewey? I mean, uh, as it is, Dewey was actually close to being sent to kind of like a dog. Um, the foster. Um, like farm kind farm, of thing, yeah. like a, f- a few hours away. And so you start thinking like, oh, I don't want all these bad things happening. Uh, you know, we care we care about the dog. And we want it to work out, but we don't know. And we're, we're so, more worried about the safety of the dogs versus... Yeah, like- some, sometimes, you know, I joke like... Oh, I didn't want Dewey, but but at the time I was like, "Do you joke about that? Or are you serious?" No, I I joke about it, now. but you know I would say because I said I don't think it's a good fit, and so I kind of felt bad because I was like, I I said this and apologize for the text. Uh, I would say this, and you know you you want to be a little more conservative with something like this because. You know, like we would leave them home while we're at work and school, and so we don't want them to fight. Um, for a while, Dewey was crated, so we had that. But it was like we don't want something bad to happen to the dogs, uh, you know, because we care about them. And so that was really tough. Um, my, I, Mike's mostly the same, but he definitely changed a little bit uh, once we got Dewey. And it was weird because like we'd take them on walks and they'd be perfectly fine. But then, oh, you, the dog walked. This dog walked by me, and so now I'm going to be really annoyed. Yeah, uh, on walks, they'd be fighting for the same smell. Like their nose is right, right they're right next to it each other. It wasn't aggressive, but at home, it's no, no, walking. no. I'm, I'm just saying. So yeah. like, they're working like they're like perfectly fine with it, like being so close to each other. Oh, oh, on yeah, walks, yeah, yeah, and yeah, then, yeah. Of course. And then, and then, like you're on the other side of the room, but you're near my ball. I'm going to go after you. It's 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 it's, it's just weird. It's, again, like Mikey has these these rules. And um, so, not to harp on too much about Dewey, uh, but it's it's been important, uh, kind of like a change with Mike, is um, Dewey was is very diligent about checking the cabinet the, for the trash. Um, and so, one... Well, well, I mentioned earlier that they... Uh, well, Mike... Put- but Mike. eventually, Mike would learn not to do it, and like we were able to take him off. Yeah, we didn't have to take off the baby lock, so it had. It was at one point it was broken or whatever, and Mike had gotten into the trash, and there was a little bag that had some chicken bones in it. You know, we had chicken, whatever, and Mike took it and went under the kitchen table. So Mike, most of the times when we eat dinner, he'd be under the kitchen table. We have a dining room table that he likes to sleep sleep under. Um, but he went under the table, and I was getting it away from him. You know, I don't want him to hurt himself with chicken bones. And he was, like, growling at me. And this is this was probably, what, seven-year-old? He, yeah, he's... Seven-year-old Mike. Like, he's, like, very, we, very mature dog. This isn't, like, new dog. We've known him all the time, wrestled with yeah, him. I, I, you know, like he, at that point, he has, like, never growled at me. He's growled at other people in our family. Um, but he's like, no, he's not, hasn't got at me. Um, he's kind of looking at me right now. Um, and so I'm like trying to get this away from him. He growls at me and I'm saying like, Mike, you know, I'm doing a stern voice. Like, come on, Mike. Like, and I don't know how smart this makes him, but he understands Mike and Mikey. So I, I like that. 
um, I like being able to interchange them. Um, and so I'm like trying to get this thing away from me and he bit me and it wasn't that hard, but I, and it didn't hurt too much. Um, you can still, still see like a little mark on my hand. I don't know if it's necessarily quanti- qualifies as a scar. See in the middle of my hand right here. Uh, I don't know. But he had, he, his, his big tooth had bit me and I yell at him and I yell at him really loud. And it's probably one of the loudest that I yelled and, um, you know, I was upset and it hurt me more like emotionally that he bit me than the actual pain of biting me. Cause like, this is this dog we've cared about, spent so much time with, like he sometimes sleeps on my bed while I'm there, walk him all the time, pose him all the time. And so that, that hurt. And I, you know, I don't know what it was, but I felt like I was kind of not because of Dewey, but because we had another dog, he felt like he needed to be a little bit more territorial. Yeah, he, he's like, I, I I didn't, like, he was like, I don't know if it was depressed or anything, but, like, he felt like he didn't have his own space anymore. Like, he felt like he, I, I don't know, like, he, he he lost something. But, I mean, now he, he is, like, back to normal. Yeah, yeah, and, of course, like, him and Dewey are perfectly fine, and my hand was fine. Like, it didn't really bleed a lot. Like, he just kind of just, like, punctured me, like, kind of in between some veins. Um but yeah, that, that 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 really like struck me, and um, I think you felt bad too, you know, because yeah, like like you're you're physically a big person, so I think Mike has always viewed you as the, the clear top dog, and so he did he ever growl at you? Oh, he, he has now, but at that time no, he hadn't. Yeah, so that 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 that, and then when he's growled at me, he's like, "Oh, I messed up," and he feels terrible. Yeah, so s- some dogs. I've I've heard of other dog some dogs doing this where they do something bad, and then they um, they kind of feel bad like he's growled and then like my mom and then I'll come in and be like Mike and then he'll kind of like do this moan thing and just kind of hide under the table and you know he I guess he realized he did something wrong. Um, so that 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 was painful you know especially this dog we've you know. Who knows? I mean, that facility where he came from is no longer there. But who knows how much he even remembered that? Like, basically, his entire life has been in our house. Yeah, the so, the majority of it. So, are there any other um, Mike Mike stories, or do you think that, that, I mean, like, that there's there's a lot of Mike well, stories that you want to share? I mean, of course, he does funny things all the time. Uh, I mean. I'm I'm good. Uh, any other thing you want to describe, Mike, or uh, share? Uh... Um, I mean, he loves the beach. I don't know. I, I kind of mentioned that earlier. Oh yeah, we can talk about the beach. So uh, we took him to the beach, and uh, the beach was kind of like a big deal. I guess for us, kind of like interesting him. Because he's not he, the times we let him at the beach, you know, he's he still wasn't like good with dogs. He's still like, I mean, or not. not, not he, he still wasn't interest very interested. Well, interested, but also like he he makes noises when he wants. I mean, he's interested in a dog, and dogs don't like that. So we we're it's still kind of a, like a weird area. Now, now, luckily, we took him to San Francisco. San Francisco is a very very dog friendly city, so there are a lot of dogs who are 
good with other dogs. Yeah. So we took him to the beach. Um, I don't know how old he was. Probably two or three the first time we took him. I think, you know, you you and Ian took him the the first year. But but I didn't go. But you you took him, but he was only on leash. The second year, uh, we let him off leash. Okay. And so that was a big deal because Mike's a, a smart dog. Um, very few food motivated. We used to use Cheerios to have them practice commands. Um, but one of the, um, well, it used to be hot dogs, but then, yeah. Uh, but one of the things about him, not whole hot dogs is, and I don't, I don't know if this is, if this is poor training on our part or he's just smart and doesn't see the point, but he would like, if, if you were just in the house and you call him to come over, most of the time, he won't come over. Yeah, you have to be like, "Hey, I'm doing this. Come here." Like, like if, if like if if I have a tennis ball, I'm, like, I'm upstairs, and I'm like, "Hey, I'm gonna throw you this ball downstairs. Let's go." And he'll he'll go downstairs. But if, if I'm like, "Hey, let's go downstairs," he'll be like, "I'm cool here," or or whatever. So one of the um, so it was a big test for us, and so um, you know, dogs love the beach. Uh, was that, I guess that was the first time he probably went into the water, right? Yeah. Um, so... I mean, to, to our knowledge. Yeah, to our knowledge. I mean, I assume so. Uh, but, so we took him to the beach. Um, I'm a fairly athletic guy. So I was like, I had my running shoes. You know, we're on the beach, but I, I'm still like, I'm mentally prepared. Like, if I need to run after this dog... We, we have treats, we have balls. Yeah, yeah, we have treats, we have tennis balls. We're, 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 lo- we're loaded. We have, you know, all, everything... We need uh, in order to do this, and so we go. Um, it's kind of like a ten or fifteen minute walk on the way down to the actual beach part, uh, and this is Fort Funston. If, if anyone's curious, and so we had him on leash the whole time there. You know, he's meeting dogs. He's there's like for him, it's like there's it's not quite. It's like I don't wouldn't call it overwhelming. But it's like there's so many dogs where it's like he doesn't even – he doesn't need to like freak out that there's a dog. Yeah. It's like there's a dog there, 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 yeah, there. they're kind of overstimulated like, and then like, uh, oh, it's 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 whatever. I'm used to it. Uh, so we take him down to the beach part. I'm like, I guess we'll just do it. And we let him off leash and I don't think he quite knew what to do at first. Yeah, he's like, yeah, this hasn't happened before. Because he he kind of understands, like, like he he understands putting on the leash. He likes put he likes having the leash put on him yeah. or the harness when we walk him. And you know, there have been times where we've dropped the leash on accident or whatever, and he'll just stop walking. And he's like, hey, you gotta pick that up. You know, I guess for him, it's just you know, kind of part of the process of going on a walk. It's kind of like an astronaut, the little tether to the uh, space station. Yeah, yeah, that that's that's a good way to put it. And so we just let him go. And then, you know, we had some balls. He would chase after the ball. Um, it was windy. So, you know, if he was far away, he wouldn't hear us. You know, he'd like to run off. But he would run, you know, a couple a hundred or so feet away. And he would just stop and look back for us. And, and then we'd say, pretty, pretty close right away, we realized, like, okay, he gets that we're, like, part of... I don't want to say a pack. I mean, maybe he thinks that, but he's like, he gets that this is like a thing. Like he's not just like being let let go in in like the forest or whatever. Um, and so he had a great time, you know, he chased the ball. He would, 
He would meet some dogs. Well, he'd also just he'd also listen to commands like yeah yeah and so yeah that that, that thank you for saying that because that was the other thing is he would actually listen to the commands and we're like well, I mean, few. He, like he like he knows sit I mean he knows how to shit but like you have to like he has to have a reason to do it like he has to like, yeah like he, he he's more likely to sit and shake on his own but actually like if I'm in the backyard and I just call him he most likely won't come but but at the beach you'd say hey Mikey come here and then he would. Or, or just come or whatever you'd say and you'd you, you'd come and he'd be like right at your side and like okay and this, this, that was a that was a big sigh of relief because uh, we're like okay we're we're good we don't have to worry about chasing this dog and so and then yeah we took him a few times after that and he's had a great time ever every time yeah uh, he runs until he's pooped and then uh... I guess um one thing that we skipped over was uh pumpkin. Oh yeah, we've we got a cat. Well, we got we have two cats now, but um, but so we had adopted this cat. And how old was Mike? Mike was two. No, 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 no. Three, or was it two? Yeah, I think I think Mike was two. All right, so he was a couple years old when we got this cat, and so it was a kitten, or maybe 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 three. And so he he really liked he really liked the cat. The cat's pumpkin. He's very very inst- instantly interested. He's the kind of dog who would like seeing cats on walks and would perk up a lot. And so we got this cat, and I think the cat we would just kind of keep secluded in my parents' room. Yeah, for the first, like... uh, For a while. For, like, first, like, maybe month or whatever, just to say, like, this is your home. And then, like, we'd have the cat have access to the whole house after, like, that first month. And then we had... And and eventually we had the dog and the cat meet, and... This cat was was an actual kitten. Yeah, like so he like was a couple weeks he, old. He wasn't neutered, and so I think for a cat it's like six months. They have to be at least six months old. Yeah, before you can neuter them. And the, and this was mostly before he was neutered, but a little bit after. Is the cat and the dog would play? They like wrestle, and they had this kind of game where Mike would kind of use his nose as kind of like. As like a pointer and would like poke, poke the cat, and the cat would like hit him on the nose, like punch him. You know, he wouldn't scratch him, but punch him. And uh, and, and Mikey loved being hit on the nose. And Mike would you know hit, hit him in his belly, and the cat would be on his back and uh, yeah, side rolling, yeah. and then they would play, and and that that was great. And I think kind of after that, Mike lost interest in cats for a while. Yeah, because he had his own cat. He had his own cat to play with, and so yeah, they were kind of. Buds, and eventually, uh, the cat kind of stopped playing with Mike. Well, well, after he got, yeah, event like not too long after he got neutered, he kind of like lost interest. We think it was some sort of like testosterone kind of. I don't, I don't know if we're, it's, if we're serious about that, but that's what we say. Th- that that was that was like some sort of like that was like a somewhat I I... logical reason that we could come up with and and, and mikey tried playing with their other cat uh yeah so and then a couple years later we got another cat Um, but that cat had no interest yeah he didn't he he was just obsessed with the other cat so he had no interest in mike um and so yeah mike would you know some and sometimes my this is called the good boy podcast because in general dogs are good loving creatures but you know sometimes he'd misbehave and chase the cats. Yeah, Mikey can be a poophead sometimes. Uh, he like he's great, but he, he he's 
he he finds a way to get his way, and um, yeah, I'm I'm not necessarily proud of the story, but uh, you know, senior in high school when I first got him, and you know, he has a lot of energy, and he would he would rip up paper. Sometimes he'd just rip it. Sometimes he ate it. Well, he ate a bunch of CDs or tore up a bunch of CDs of mine. Um, well, I mean, I guess it was like 2009, 2010, but I mean, at that point, you shouldn't be too disappointed about losing CDs. No, it's still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it, it could yeah. have hurt them because they're okay. They're, uh, that, that, that's a fair point. Um, but so there's one time where he like ripped up like part of like a reading I had to do for school. And I was like, cool. I mean, part of me was like, cool. I don't have to read this, but I was like, cool. Now I have to like explain. So I, I tell my teacher like, hey, I couldn't do the reading because my dog ripped it and like he ripped it but he ripped like half a page like it wasn't even it was like a few page packet and he ripped like half a page so it wasn't uh, you, i you, kind of hammed it up a little bit but i was like i was like i sorry I, I couldn't i like it before class i couldn't do the reading my dog like ripped up the, my paper and she was like okay why don't you tell the class like she wasn't like mad or anything but she's like she's like can, can you t- tell the class what happened? And I was like, my dog literally ate my homework. He ripped it off. And, like, it's not that funny, but, like, I feel kind of, like, goofy saying it now. Like, oh, my dog ate my homework. Um, but it was like, like, I can check a box that this happened. Uh, I mean, he hasn't ate any of my homeworks uh, assignments, but uh, just CDs and... Uh recycling he he still goes after recycling yeah like it's, it's cardboard really, he eats keys but that's garden. that's when like we haven't played with him enough and it's like i have a bunch of energy i'm i want to be a bad boy um you know i'm and he and he knows he's being a bad boy like he's aware of it and you know, he'll give you that look like hey I, I i know i'm not supposed to do this i'm i'm i'm, I'm being naughty and he he he, he, he kind of likes that feeling um, but I mean, he, he likes being a good boy better. So I, I, as I, I think I mentioned this in the, the episode one, I guess this is technically episode two. Um, but part, part of what's going to happen is there's going to be stories that pop up in your mind. I mean, you live with the dog, you spend time with them. There's all sorts of things. And I forgot to mention this earlier is that Mikey loves carrots yeah, he eats a carrot every day. Um, so I think how it started was my mom just had baby carrots one day just to eat. And he really wanted one. You know, food-motivated dog, whatever. And so my mom gave it to him, and he liked it. And he kept sitting there like asking for more. And, like, mom, and so... Mom was like, I'm going to buy him a big carrot. Yeah, so my mom buys him those big carrots. And every morning, he gets his breakfast, and then he gets a carrot. And so basically... <laughs> Um, if you, so the inspiration behind the name good boy podcast was behind the video series. I started called the good boy series where it's Mikey and Dewey just doing like funny, cute, everyday dog kind of stuff. And, um, on there, there's a video of Mike doing, of doing this, but basically how it works is he, he gets his carrot, he'll sit, shake, he'll do all of that. But then he puts it in his mouth like a pirate has, like, a knife or something. Or a dog with a bone. Or a dog with a bone. I like the pirate one. Um, and then he goes by in the hallway by the front door and eats his carrot. 
And his teeth are really white. And it's like, it. What I love about it, it's like, yeah, this is just a, a thing I do. I eat my carrot, and uh, it's not as like funny as that. But he likes watermelon too. You know, during the summer we had watermelon, and he wanted some, so he loves watermelon too. So and so that st- that started when he was young, uh, the carrots, and so he's almost nine now. Still, still eats his carrots. Yeah, he loves it. He, it's like. It's he'll like if you don't give him his carrot, he'll be like, "Hey, I'm stand, he'll stand by the refrigerator and like, hey, I'm, I want a carrot. Give me a carrot." Um, I guess another kind of like, uh, Pav, you know, Pavlov's dogs. Dog hears the same sound or whatever. They, they, uh, they salivate. Um, we used to have dog food that had the can opener, so. Every time we use the can opener, he comes in. Now, he's smart enough to know if he's ate dinner or uh, what the food smells like. Because if it's like beans or whatever, he doesn't like beg for it. Yeah. Um, but it still perks his ears up. The other, the other couple of examples I can think of, the same kind of Pavlov's dog example, is that he our closet, where we have the leash, has this distinct sound. So every time it opens up, he perks up. Well, also where we keep the treats, you can you open it and he can be up, up he can be upstairs and uh, you know in, you know on my bed and then you'll hear like a little jar opening and then he'll just run downstairs. Um, and so oh, what's the other one yeah, that I had? Well, so basically another. Well, this wasn't my original one that I was going to say, but do we um, needs medicine? And my mom puts in cream cheese for him. And so uh, so Dewey gets his cream cheese, but then Mike's like, hey, give me my cream cheese. Yeah. So, like, yeah. You know, Mikey's so funny in that, like, my someone will call, like, Dewey, you know, from across the house. And then Mike will come, too. And it's like... Mikey he, usually beats Dewey. It's like, he knows that's not his name, but... Yeah, he knows that it's a treat, and, like, you know, you're not just going to give one dog a treat. You're going to have to give both, and... He knows that, and he takes advantage of that fully. And I mean, he's 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 really smart. And oh, here's here's another great one that I I forgot. So, like we mentioned, when we got our cat pumpkin, he would be in my parents' room, and so he's he'd be there with the door closed. And so we put the cat food in the bathroom. You know, where else are we gonna put it? Um, and then you know we would let the cat free. You know, we're home. We wouldn't let the cat outside the house, but he'd have free roam the house with the the bedroom doors open, and you know, so we need to close the ba- the bathroom door so the dog doesn't eat the cat food. Now, Mikey ate so much cat food because someone would forget, or not close the door all the way, or not close push, the door all the way, and push it with his nose, and so he got so much cat food, uh, and to this day, you know, five six whatever years later he still will go in there and look for the cat food and the cat does it too looks for cat yeah. food which is funny well i mean mikey talking about his memory uh like like you know if he sees a friend that you know hasn't he hasn't seen in like a year or like you know because they live out like a, they, they they move he, he remembers them and like he just gets really excited excited as you know you know as, as he like as his 
Uh, yeah. Yeah, he, he gets really excited and, and he flips out and goes crazy. I mean, as we're recording this, the Super Bowl is coming up and we're going to have some friends over who he hasn't seen. So the combination of the food and the friends, Mikey's going to have a... Uh, He's going to have a good day. Yeah, he's just going to give people tennis balls expecting uh, them being thrown to him. Yeah, I guess uh, oh, one other thing it's like I want to say I love, but sometimes I hate that he does, is we mentioned that we would throw the ball outside to him while watching TV. So what he would do is he'd run, go up to you and, like, I want to say, like, deposit, but you'd kind of, like... We'll just drop the ball right in front of Kind of, like, do, like, a little drop but it'd kind of be like a little toss essentially yeah and then he'll nudge with his nose yeah so oh this is one you forget because you were asleep so sometimes you have sleep trouble your sleep gets super messed up yeah so this was during the day you were asleep on the couch mike puts the balls on the couch for you and he's kind of like waiting there and he's like moaning at you to throw him the ball but he doesn't realize that you're asleep and ian and i were just cracking up like mike he's asleep can't do anything um but the most annoying part so he's very persistent about it um but the most annoying part is he doesn't just like put it like at your feet or whatever he'll put it like in your waist or um he'll kind of like i i don't know the best word to describe it but when he would like drop it he kind of puts a little power throw behind it i know it's a weird way to say it but it will get like behind you like go down the couch and get near your butt and then it'd be well, like he like runs and like let go so it's like it's the momentum of him running like just and, it, and it's like you know it's like okay we have we have a torn up backyard because of him so it's mostly dirt um but you know you get the saliva mixed in with ch- the ball rolling in the dirt it gets like muddy Muddy and gross and like so it's like what what become super frustrating is you have people over and they don't want to touch the ball now said we grew up with dogs both of us plenty of times have stepped in dog poo in our bare feet and that sucks it sucks but Um, but so like you know the kind of muddy saliva ball that doesn't bother us but what's awkward about it is like reaching by your friend's butts and other yeah. body parts trying to get the ball like because they don't want to touch it and it's like we always tell people like you're meeting him for the first time like don't throw him the ball yeah if you you throw him the ball once you're throwing him the ball for the rest of your life because like oh it's my new friend to throw me the ball right. and, th- and and i guess it's kind of like the one of the things that i like i really like about dogs is like 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 he may bark like he's done this before where I had friends who I like told him about and the friend comes over and I open the front door before the friend gets there and he's like barking at them and then he smells the friend and it's like oh now you're his new best friend and it's like there's there's like this this juxtaposition of like being like super protective but then like being welcoming at the same time yeah like I mean if, if, like, if we're okay with someone, Mikey, Mikey's okay with them. Yeah, it's like, okay, you passed the test. Now you're my best friend, and you must throw me the ball. Um, so that generally sums up Mikey uh, as much as I can think right now. Yeah, I mean, just a hard-headed, stubborn dog who, you know. He cares about people. He 
high energy. Um, but he does really, he does really fit like feel like a part of the family. Yeah. And I think that's important. You know, like there's that thing, like let's make this house into a home, you know, and that can be kind of corny, but I feel like, like this dog, like really is part of the family. Like it's like, Oh, like gotta see Mike, gotta come over and see Mikey, you know, like, uh, he, he's a, he's a, he's a good, good guy and he, he cares about us. So we appreciate that. So I hope we did a good job, uh, giving at least a basic sketch, uh, in your mind of what Mikey is like, um, if necessary in terms of our mind, maybe we'll do a second episode on Mikey and tell all sorts of stories. Cause we spent plenty of time with this dog. So there's dozens of stories that we're forgetting. So, um, thanks for listening. Um, I hope this was a good first episode. Um, going to constantly try to make improvements. Um, I'm going to be working on, still going to be making the Good Boy Series channel where you can see them do everyday stuff. Um, and I guess I'm going to start using the uh, Twitter, good, the, the Good Boy Pod, at The Good Boy Pod. Um, I will use that to tweet out episodes of the show. I plan on putting this on all the big podcasting services as well as audio on YouTube with, and I apologize for the ambulance, uh, audio on YouTube with a picture of the dog and saying the episode title. So if you want to, at least if you would like to listen to it on your phone or whatever, you can listen to it, but then check out the YouTube page just to see, at least see a picture of it or the, tw- the Twitter feud will have uh, pictures for it, for each dog. So Dima, is there anything you want to tell people to do, whether it's like a personal thing that you do or just like, s- you know, support your local humane society or anything like that? I mean, you should support your local humane society. Uh, you should adopt when you can. Um, yeah, adopt older dogs are great. Um they they they're not they can't not necessarily going to be the perfect mold but they have great uh character and great charm and um yeah uh i know i didn't adopt an older dog with mikey but um we did with dewey we did with dewey and, it, and it's great um so i, I recommend doing that because they deserve a home too cool and you want to like plug any of your social networks or are you all mr private um i have a youtube channel uh no, I and me. Um, I just post little skits. Um, they're not that great, but you know, if you, if you feel like you want to check it out, check them out. If not, no big deal. And of course, you can reach me at the Twitter at Ilya Alexif, pronounced Alexeyev for anyone interesting, interested. But of course, it's spelled weird, so Ilya Alexif, and you can search. My name on YouTube for the Good Boy series and more stuff with the dogs. So thanks for listening. Uh, I hope you 
you enjoyed the details of Mikey. That was not an intentional pun. I apologize. Um, no, no, you're not detailing him. He still has his tail. I mean, I guess. Oh, true, true. So I didn't. I didn't do a pun. Did I? I don't know. All right. Well, I hope we painted a picture of what Mike is like. Uh, we 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 love him. He's Remember, a, he's a black lab. Yeah, he's a black lab. He's a he's a goofy guy. So, uh, thanks for listening and keep petting those dogs. Just wanted to thank you for listening, and uh, as we are starting the show and getting our first real episode recorded, just would love any feedback. Um, I'll try my best to cr- correct any things that I feel need to be fixed, but, you know, improved audio, less background, noise, all those kind of things. So I appreciate any feedback. Uh, t- the best way to reach me is probably through Twitter at this point. Um, at my name, Ilya Alexeyev, or at, at the good boy pod, um, Share it with your friends or family. This is supposed to be a fun, lighthearted show that anyone can enjoy. So I hope I got that through in this episode. So thanks for listening and enjoy this episode.